This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We are down to crunch time in this NFL season. A lot of teams jockeying for playoff positioning. And as of today, just because some teams might be in the playoff picture, there are a number of teams on the outside looking in who could make a move if they take care of their own business and if they get a little help along the way. As for the Eagles, they are in control of their own destiny right now. Can they hold on to it? With two games left in a span of eight days, two big games, as we welcome you into this latest edition of Jumping the Gun. It is powered by Patterson Square Garden, along with Daniel Shabazi, and I'm Derek Gunn. And, uh, of course, we got to look back before we go ahead. And, uh, all right, Daniel, give me the news. What's the good news or the bad news? So we both did well last week. Um, I ended up with getting the win this week. Uh, I went 12-4. and four. You went 10-6. and six, But a good week for us overall. You know, I, I'm still not convinced that the numbers are accurate. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying that you cheat, but yes, I am saying you cheat somewhere along the line. <laughs> and I've not done a good job of keeping tabs on everything this season. So I have to go on your word. And, you know, you seem like you have an honest face. I've known you since you were a kid. But, you know, still, uh, I, I, I've got to start doing a better job. And the season's almost over. Yeah, I mean, once the season ends, I'm closing my books for auditing, so there's, there's going to be no, no, uh, no looking in to to see those records. All um, right, so so week 17, here we go. All right, we're starting off with the Falcons at the Bills. The Bills are getting 14 and a half points in Buffalo. Well, let's see. The Bills' uh, big win over New England last week, huge uh, revenge game, and Buffalo got their revenge. They now have control of the AFC East. The Atlanta Falcons are going nowhere fast. Uh, Buffalo knows what they need to do to, uh, to secure the division title and, of course, hopefully jockey for a better uh, playoff positioning. So there's no doubt in my mind I'm taking Buffalo with the points at home in this one. I'm f- fully there with you. I'm also taking Buffalo with the points. Uh, that was a huge win last week against the Patriots. Um, I thought they needed that for their confidence going forward. Uh, having a home field advantage in the playoffs for Buffalo is a big deal. Uh, as we all know, they have one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. Outside, of, of course, of when uh, there are 50 mile per hour winds in Buffalo. But um, still one of the best fan bases in the NFL. So I'm taking the Bills here. They're, they're looking to hold on to that top AFC East spot. Next, we have the Giants at the Bears. The Bears are getting six points at home uh, in Chicago. 
Oh, my goodness. You talk about two teams going nowhere fast. Um, You know, it's been a dismal year for both teams. Of course, the Giants no longer have Daniel Jones, who's out for the remainder of the season with a neck injury. Uh, Justin Fields has been up and down all season long. Uh, I believe uh, Andy Dalton is starting for the Bears uh, this Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I thought I I saw Justin Fields came off the injury report. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100% sure, though. All right, well, either way, I don't care if it's Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. Uh, I'm taking the Bears at home in this game. The Giants, uh, if it weren't for bad luck, they would have no luck at all this season. I like the Giants at home with the points. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm also taking I'm sorry, the, the Bears at home with yeah. the points. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm also taking the Bears. Uh, I do wish I, I got uh, we got to see Nick Foles one more time this this year. It was uh, it was fun seeing him last week uh, get the win in Seattle, especially in that uh, that bad weather with the snow. Um, he made some clutch throws at the end of that game and beat Seattle with uh, with uh, Russell Wilson playing. So that was that was impressive. But as you said, we're probably not going to see Nick Foles this week, uh, either whether either being Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. Either way, the Giants, uh, we all know their quarterback situation. We got to see it up close and in person as Eagles fans last week. Um, I'm taking the Bears here uh, pretty much only because they have the home field advantage and their quarterback situation. Next, we have the Chiefs at the Bengals, which is one of the games I'm looking forward to the most this weekend. Uh, the Chiefs are getting four points on the road in Cincinnati. Well, rightfully so. The Chiefs are the hottest team in the NFL right now. They've won eight straight. They've figured out whatever the problems they were having on defense. Uh, they have figured it out. Cincinnati has uh, gone from the bottom to the top of the AFC North. Uh, they've won two in a row. Uh, but I still, as good as Cincinnati can be, I don't trust this team. Because just when you think they've turned the corner, all of a sudden they lose games you think they should have won. Um, I, I can't bet against Kansas City right now. They're they're rolling right now. They're looking like the true favorite in the AFC. So I'm going to take the Chiefs on the road with the points in this game. This is a really tough one. Um, but I'm actually going to take the Bengals in this one. Oh, this bold is, this move. Is my, this is my upset of the week. Um, I just think this is the big win that the Bengals need to kind of secure that momentum going into the playoffs. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than this. You, you you play the Chiefs, who have been dominating the AFC over the last several seasons. They're they're coming in with an eight-game winning streak, and this is the game that that will give the Bengals the confidence to kind of be uh, to kind of cause some trouble in the playoffs this year. Uh, and I think this team is talented enough to pull that off. I mean, you look at their what their wide receivers. Uh, T. Higgins has been playing out of his mind recently, and then you already have Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd with Joe Burrow, who just put up 525 yards last week against Baltimore. Uh, And then you had Joe Mixon to that. I think the Bengals find a way to get it done this week. Um, I still love the Chiefs. I still think that they're uh, they're the class of the AFC. But in uh, in this week's matchup, I think it means more to the Bengals. All right. Next, we have the Dolphins at the Titans. The Titans are getting three and a half points in Tennessee. Wow, Dolphins at the Titans. Man, that's, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be one of those uh, hard-hitting, smash-mouth type uh, football games. Um, when you look at the Dolphins, here's the team. They've won seven in a row. They're the second-hottest team in football right now. They they went from a one-win team to now one game over 500. they They're still in third place in the AFC East. Um, but, man, are they playing some great football right now. 
Um, of course, they beat up on a decimated New Orleans Saints type team. Uh, right now, Miami is in control of that seventh seed uh, in the AFC. And um, let's see, the Titans right now, they're the number two seed. Wow, it's going to be a dogfight. But I, I'm going to go with the Titans in this game. Uh, it's a tricky matchup, and I like the Titans in the points in this game. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm also going to take the Titans with, with the points. Um, something about this Dolphins team, I I finally got a chance to sit, sit through one of their full games uh, this past Monday night against the Saints. And I, I wasn't very impressed with their offense. Now, it is it was against the Saints defense, which is one of the better defenses in the NFL. But I don't know. Something about this Dolphins team, I feel like they're going to just end up missing the playoffs again this year, kind of like how they did last year, especially uh, the, with the teams breathing down their neck. They have the Ravens right behind them. They have the Chargers right behind them. Um, so I'm going with the Titans here. I think uh, the home field advantage plays a big role here. Uh, and the Titans, they're still fighting for their spot uh, in the AFC South, uh, trying to hold on to that number one seed. So uh, I'm going with the Titans here. Next, we have the Raiders at the Colts. The Colts are getting eight points in Indy. Well, there be no, there will be no wind wagon this week. He's in COVID protocol, and the Ravens are. Uh, uh, you said the Raiders. The Raiders are one of those yes. teams. Um, the Raiders are like Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Chargers. Um, they're one of those teams. They control their own fate. Now, I'm gonna tell you what. They had all kind of bad luck. Um, the Colts have uh, been one of those teams that have really come on as of late. But without Carson Wentz, quarterback in his team, even though they have a heavy running game, you thought I was going to pick the other team. I'm going to take the Colts. I like Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was going to take the other team, but I'm going to uh, take the Colts even with their running game and no Carson Wentz. Well, yeah, I mean, this game could go either way. I did hear uh, that there is a possibility that Carson can play this week um, if he tests negative uh, a couple times yeah, twice. the game. Yeah, twice. Yep. Um, I. Honestly, with or without Wentz, uh, I'm taking the Colts here. Jonathan Taylor is just too much to handle. And that offensive line, it, it, their, their defense has been playing great. The Raiders don't look like uh, they're going to be doing much this season. Uh, I'm taking the Colts here. Uh, as I said earlier with the Bengals, I, I just think this game means more to the Colts than it does to the Raiders. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking the Colts here with or without Carson Wentz. Next, we have the Jaguars at the Patriots. The Patriots are getting 16 and a half points at home in New England. The only thing the Jaguars are worried about right now, who's going to be their next coach and how high are they going to draft in the next year's draft? Or should I say this year's draft in the NFL? Um, you know, the Patriots, uh, they know what they need to do. The Patriots went from controlling the um, AFC East to now being the number six seed after that loss um, to Buffalo. Uh, but Bill Belichick, even though Mac Jones has been struggling as of late, Bill Belichick has the right formula to take care of this uh, Jaguars team. Now, the game might be closer than it should be, but when the dust settles, it'll be New England on top. I'll take the Patriots with the points here. Yeah, you bring up a good point with the Jags. Uh, my question is, are they one, are they watching more tape of the, these college football games or tape for next week? Because, I mean, they're, they're honestly looking forward to seeing whoever they can get in this year's this year's draft. Um, the Patriots, they, they have a way. I mean, they're not the best offense. They're not the most explosive offense. But whenever they have their heavy, a heavy favorite at home, they find a way to just, just put a beat down on teams. So I'm actually not surprised by this 16 and a half point uh, spread. And so I'm going to take the Patriots with the points. 
I think this is going to be one of those those trouncings where the Patriots end up with like five interceptions or something crazy like that uh, and win by like 30 points. <laughs> I, I just, this team, even though it doesn't have the most explosive offense, they'll, they'll find a way to get it done. Next, we have the Bucks at the Jets. The Bucks are getting 13 points in New York. Well, the Bucs are still thinking about uh, trying to catch Green Bay. Of course, they're hoping Green Bay slips up. Uh, the Jets, eh, well, they're the Jets. You know, you're talking about a 4-11 team. Uh, Joe Douglas still has not been able to turn that franchise around, whatever the, whatever the case may be. Tampa Bay has the division basically wrapped up. The division's wrapped up. It's theirs. You know, but they're hurting. Tampa Bay's hurting. They're, they're down a whole lot of players. You know, Chris Godwin, one of their premier receivers, is down. You know, Mike Evans has been hurting. Leonard Fournette is hurting. So they're beat up. But still, even with their second-tier players, they should have no problems with the Jets in this game. Yeah, I agree. I'm also taking the Bucks here on the road um, with the points. And, I mean, there, there's even more to that, to, to that list. I mean, Shaq Barrett is also out. Um Levante David is also out. I mean, the list just goes on forever with this Bucks team. Hopefully, they can get healthy by the time the playoffs come around. Uh, I love, I'd love to see that a fully healthy Bucks team in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, this week I'm taking them with the points uh, in New York. Next, we have the Rams at the Ravens. The Rams are getting six points in Baltimore. Well, we know the Rams are going to be in the playoffs. They've already clinched the playoff spot. The Ravens, on the other hand, um, you know, here's a team that, man, they can't keep a quarterback healthy. Uh, Lamar Jackson has been out for a while. They, they've been they've been hurting and hurting a lot. You know, right now they're they're the eighth eighth position in the playoffs in the AFC. You know, you've got New England and Miami in front of them. Um, there's still time. The Ravens need some help, but uh, I'm not betting against the Rams right now. The Rams are so explosive. Uh, we don't know who's playing quarterback for Baltimore. And we won't know until it's really a game time decision. Um, I like the Rams in this game a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm taking the Rams in this game with the points. I mean, we saw what the Bengals were able to put up against this this uh, Ravens defense. And I mean, it's not really their fault. They had they've had a lot of injuries on their on the defensive side. I mean, they've had injuries all over the field, but especially on their defense and in their secondary, they're missing one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL and Marvin Marlon Humphrey. So this Rams, this Rams team coming in is is going to be nothing easier for the Ravens to handle, uh, and the Rams are coming in with a bunch of momentum. They are looking to secure that that AFC West uh, championship or excuse me NFC West uh, championship. So I'm taking the Rams here on the road in Baltimore. Next we have the Broncos at the Chargers. The Chargers are getting seven and a half points in Los Angeles. You know, this Chargers team, again, and I've said this time and time throughout this season, this Chargers team has so much promise, so much talent, but yet they can't get out of their own way. And, and here's another team. A few weeks ago, they were very much in the playoff picture. They were at the top of the AFC West. Now they're the ninth seed in the AFC, you know, and they're, and they're fading fast. And so the time is now. But I, 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 I like the Chargers in this game. I think they understand the desperation right now. So I'm going to take the Chargers in this game. I'm also taking the Chargers, and I think this is the team that ends up with the seventh seed and eventually does get into the playoffs. Um, as I said earlier, I don't think Miami's going to hold on to that spot. But, I mean, that, that game against the Texans made no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, no, no. Herbert, Herbert just has to be more consistent. And, I mean, you look to their offense and you see 
Austin Eckler was out that game. Uh, that is a big loss. But then you look and see Justin Jackson had a great game, um, rushing for over 100 yards and two touchdowns. But, I mean, he did have a costly fumble in that game that ended up um, uh, uh, switching the momentum big time. The Chargers looked like they were coming back and, the, and Justin Jackson fumbled. But I'm taking the Chargers here. I think they still find a way to make it to the playoffs, especially with this game being in Los Angeles. Um, I'm taking them with the points here against the Broncos. Next, we have the Texans at the Niners. The Niners are getting 12 and a half points in San Francisco. Man, you don't know what Texan team is going to show up. They just jump up out of nowhere just when you think they've quit for the season and win a game uh, that they shouldn't win. 49ers right now have 11, 11 players listed as doubtful for Sunday's game. And at the head of that list is quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, the 49ers are right now in front of the Eagles. Uh, they both have eight and seven records. Um, the Texans are going to put up a good fight. But I, I think the Niners have just enough to hold on to that number six seed uh, for this particular week. So I'm going to take the Niners. It's a shaky it's a shaky pick, but I'm going to take the Niners at home in this game. I'm also going to take the Niners, and I think uh, I'm taking them with or without Jimmy Garoppolo. Even if they have Trey Lance, I think they're going to play a similar style uh, in that they're going to be a very run-heavy offense, a whole lot of motion, a whole lot of Debo Samuel all over the place. Um, and with Trey Lance, you add, add another dimension of running to that offense. Uh, I think the Texans had a great game last week. The Chargers kind of let one slip, uh, but I don't think that they have enough to go on the road into San Francisco, especially when the Niners are still fighting for a playoff spot. Next, we have the Cardinals at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are getting six points in Dallas. I cannot wait to see this game. You know, Dallas also one of those teams hoping they can uh, catch Green Bay some way, somehow, uh, and get the number one seed. Cowboys have already wrapped up uh, the NFC East. Uh, Arizona, man, what in the world has happened to Arizona as of late? I can't figure this team out to save my life. You know, when you look at this Arizona team, you know, they, they've lost three in a row. And, you know, Ever since Green Bay knocked them from the ranks of the unbeaten, it has not been the same Arizona team. Like every other team, they've had some injuries along the way, but they've lost a few games they should have won. But man, you talk about a showdown. Um, I know Eagles fans are hoping Arizona finds a way to just, uh, you know, raise their game and uh, knock off the Cowboys. But this one's in Dallas, right? Yes, this is in Dallas. And, and because it's in Dallas... Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys at home. The Cowboys' defense is wrecking people right now. Their pass rush is relentless. Um, And Dak Prescott has not been on top of his game passing-wise as of late. But even a a flawed Dallas team, I think, is still good enough to beat this Arizona team uh, in Texas. You know, everything everything is telling me to take the Cowboys here. I mean, you look at their, their performance on Sunday night. And honestly, what I think was the most dominate, dominant win by any team this this year um, against Washington, they they weren't allowing anything. Uh, the Washington offense couldn't move the ball until seven minutes left in the fourth quarter when all of the backups were in the game. Um, that being said, this is still the Dallas Cowboys. They still, when everything, when they have all the momentum, I feel like that's when they fall apart the most. I'm taking the Cardinals here on the road Kyler Murray is a, a Texas legend um, when it comes to his, his high school football days 
Uh, I think he's going to have a great game, even though personally, I'm actually not sold on Kyler Murray. I think he needs to improve a lot um, in his consistency. Uh, he's missing DeAndre Hopkins desperately. But I feel like this this being in Dallas, being in, in uh, Kyler Murray's uh, home state, I think he shows up and shows out this game and the Cardinals find a way to get it, uh, find a way to get it done. Next, we have the Panthers at the Saints. The Saints are getting six and a half points in New Orleans. Man, the Saints, Saints are, I mean, I'm sorry, the Panthers are a mess right now. Uh, they've lost five in a row. They're at the bottom of the NFC South. The Saints, man, they, they just can't get healthy. They just can't get healthy. You don't know who's quarterback in that team week, week to week. But Carolina has all kinds of problems. Um, it's always, you know, anytime you look at divisional matchups, uh, especially with two teams with a lot of pride, um, you know it's going to be a grudge match. Uh, but I just like the Saints' defense just a little bit better than I like Carolina's defense. I don't care who's quarterback in the Saints. As long as Alvin Kamara on the field and uh, Christian McCaffrey is not on the field, that tells me I need to take the Saints in this game. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm also going to take the Saints. But, man, Ian Book. If it's Ian Book again this weekend, that was a rough showing for him on, on Monday night, albeit it was against one of the worst coaches you can have your first start against. Brian Flores just loves throwing a million different looks at you. Uh, and, and as a rookie, I feel like you just have no idea what, what you're going to get uh, any given play against Brian Flores. Uh, and, and you can see that early in that game with a, with a quick pick six to start the game for Ian Book. Um, but I think this Saints defense does enough to get it done. Uh, I think Alvin Kamara playing is, is a big deal. So I'm going to take the Saints here at home. Uh, but I'm not taking them with the points. I think this is going to be a close and ugly game. Next, we have the Lions at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are getting seven and a half points in Seattle. I love all the whispers coming out of Seattle. Is this the final days of Russell Wilson? You know, is he done in Seattle? <coughs> is it time to move on? Is it time to go in a new direction? Is Pete Carroll's uh, days numbered in Seattle? Should they change coaches? Uh, go in a new direction, a fresh approach, and all this good stuff. Yeah, it's been a bad year for Seattle. We get that. You know, Russell Wilson being out for several games didn't help. Uh, but the Lions, they are who we, th- we thought they were. Uh, Jared Goff supposedly is out for this game. And so with that said, I'm definitely taking Seattle. I think that's an easy pick, Seattle over the Lions. Yeah, there's not really much to look at here. I'm taking uh, Seattle over the Lions. And like you said, Jared Goff isn't even playing in this game. So uh, I'm taking Russell Wilson against the Lions backup quarterback uh, in this one. Uh, Next, we have uh, the Vikings at the Packers on Sunday night. The Packers are getting 13 points in Green Bay. Well, this had a huge, uh, huge implications on this game because the Vikings uh, are trying to uh, stay in the playoff picture as well. They're right behind the Eagles. Uh, But now Kirk Cousins is out. He's in COVID protocol for this game. That's a huge factor. Point spread was a lot closer until Kirk Cousins was out. Of course, Minnesota beat Green Bay and Minneapolis earlier this season by by three points. Justin Jefferson had a huge game against the Packers uh, passing secondary. But this time around at Lambeau, 13 points is a high number. Still a division game. Green Bay has not figured out how to do two things. Number one, stop the run and close out games. They get big leads on opponents and they let them back in the game. I don't like the points in this game, but I do like Green Bay at home. You're not taking the points. 13 points against a backup quarterback in Green Bay? Yeah, but they still have Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. Green Bay cannot stop the run. That game might be closer than it should be. 
That's true. That is a good point. Uh, however, I'm more confident in your team than you are. I'm taking the Packers uh, at home with the points. I think this is a blowout. I think this game is over pretty early. Um, I, I, the Vikings are a fun team to watch uh, with Kirk Cousins because uh, whether it be their offense is lighting it up or Kirk Cousins is throwing a bunch of picks, either way they're they're uh, entertaining. But um, without Kirk Cousins, uh, this is going to be ugly early uh, so I'm taking the Packers with the points and of course I'm rooting for the Packers because if the Vikings lose this game and the Niners win the Eagles all they have to do is win this week to secure their spot in the in the playoffs so I'm rooting for the Packers and the Niners this week too now going to Monday night we have the Browns at the Steelers the Browns are getting three and a half points in Pittsburgh well it's, it's a desperation game for both teams. Steelers are on a one-game losing streak. Cleveland on a two-game losing streak. Cleveland, a, a team that was uh, right there at the top of the division, now at the bottom, uh, trailing uh, Steelers by like a half game. Um, ben Roethlisberger came out and said this might very well be his final regular season game ever at Heinz Field. And I do believe that's going to be motivation. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield, man, he has been a big, big disappointment. He's had some big games, and he's gave away some games as well. Um, with the way they, the way he's played, um, I don't know which Baker Mayfield is going to show up. You're talking about two teams that are in desperation mode right now. They're they're still very much much in that playoff conversation uh, when it comes to teams trying to jockey for positioning. Um, man, this this is this is a tough one to pick. It's a tough one, and, and um, you know, right now the Steelers are the 11th seed, the Browns are the 12th seed. <sighs> because Ben put that out there, that this could be his final game, and the stadium is going to be packed. It's on Monday night. Everybody wants to rally around Big Ben. I'm going to take the Steelers at home in this one. See what happens. I like the Steelers. Now, at home. I actually think that this might have an opposite effect. On the Steelers. I mean, not on the Steelers, but I think this could be a motivating factor for the Browns. I mean, how sweet would it be for the Browns, who have been dominated by the Steelers for the last 20 years, um, especially Big Ben, um, to, to come into Pittsburgh on, on Ben's last home home game and ruin, ruin his, his going-away party for the Steelers. I mean, I think that's a huge motivating factor for them. I mean, they're still also fighting for a playoff spot themselves, but, I mean, the Browns did it last year. They, they went into Pittsburgh on a playoff game uh, in the first round and, and just blew them out of the water. I think this Browns team takes it personally every time they play Pittsburgh. So I think the Browns go into Pittsburgh and ruin Ben's farewell party with the fans. Finally, we have the Eagles at the Washington football team. The Eagles are four and a half point favorites in D.C., well, for the fifth consecutive year, Washington will have a losing season. Uh, fans are irate down there. Um, you know, last Sunday, they got embarrassed on national TV by Dallas. They didn't even show up. They, they fought among themselves on the sideline more than they fought the Cowboys. You know, you got players throwing punches at each other. You know, Dallas is putting up over 50 points on them. Um, but after talking to some people I know down in D.C., these players will not quit on Ron Rivera. They have too much respect for him. The last time the Eagles saw Washington, it was a team decimated by COVID. The quarterback they had, guy was changing diapers at home, basically walked in off the street on three days' notice, 
and he gives Washington a 10-0 lead. The Eagles have had some sluggish starts lately. And even though the Eagles took control of that game in the fourth quarter, Washington got within three points before the Eagles finally beat them by 10. Uh, this game is going to be in Washington. Uh, Washington would like nothing better than to get their revenge on the Eagles. Um, Jason Kelsey just recently gave this you know, passionate speech about we can be all that we can be and nobody can touch us when we're on top of our game. You know, and it's like Jason Kelsey's like that EF Hutton commercial. When Jason Kelsey talks, you know, people listen. Eagles are going to be motivated for this game. It hurts that they do not have Miles Sanders for this game. 50-50 right now is Jordan Howard's going to play with that stinger. And even if he plays, one good hit and he's out. So now you're down to Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell in your running game. They still don't have a, a real uh, a, a spread out passing game. You got Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard and maybe Quez Watkins occasionally. And maybe every now and then Greg Ward comes up out of nowhere and makes a great catch. It's going to be a knockdown drag out fight. I, I like this. I like the Eagles on the road in this game, but I don't like the four and a half points. Uh, but I, I'm taking the Eagles, but I, I, I don't like the points. I love how you didn't even mention Jalen Rager. I mean, it's it just gotten it's just gotten who? to that point <laughs> that you that Greg Ward is being mentioned as a weapon before Jalen Rager. Um, I'm taking the Eagles here. I think uh, the I mean that we saw that Jason Kelsey speech. I mean, that guy, he just makes you want... I'll run, in, I'll run through a brick wall for Jason Kelsey. Um, I think the Eagles get it done this week. Jordan, How- Jordan Howard, I feel like he, he's a big player in this game. If he can, if he can play and be healthy, I, I would be much more confident with this team. It's amazing that this team is so good at running the ball with pretty much a revolving door at running back. I mean, so many injuries this season. Um, I love to see some more Kenneth Gainwell. I feel like uh, every few weeks he fumbles the ball and then we don't hear from him for another two or three weeks uh, because he's, he gets put in the doghouse. But um, this Washington team, I mean, I, I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a great coach. Um, and like you said, his players, all his players seem to respect him. But this roster, I just feel like it's been so decimated. Um especially coming off of a game as demoralizing as that game in Dallas uh, this past week. I just don't see how, how they can get up for for this game on Sunday. I'm taking the Eagles here, and I think the Eagles do end up clinching their playoff spot this week. All right, and there you have it, our picks for week number 17 of the NFL season. Teams jockeying for playoff position. They can't wait to see what happens when all the games are said and done on Sunday and Monday. And, of course, we'll be back here next week to break down exactly what happened in week 17 and look ahead to the final week of the 2021 NFL season. So until then, for Daniel Sabazi and I'm Derek Gunn, this has been Jumping the Gun. So long, everybody. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.